You want answers? I think I'm entitled. You want answers? I want the truth! You can't handle the truth! Hey everyone, welcome back to the Prepared Mind channel. It's time for the live monologue followed with the Q&A. That's the question and answer session. If you're a member right here of Subscribestar.com on the Prepared Mind channel, you can be with us live daily, ask questions, talk with the rest of the crowd behind the scenes. Oh man, folks, it is it has hit the fan and we have a red wave incoming. We truly do have a red wave incoming in the coming election, but it's not going to be a clean sweep, right? It's going to be a tsunami of frustration, a tsunami of anger, a tsunami of how do we put this one? How do I say this without violating any rules out there, right? Well, I tell you, folks, it's just going to be indignant vengeance, I think, is the best way to put this. There are going to be people voting, right, because they are so tired of being destroyed and having their country destroyed and crapped on. Even Democrats are switching sides for this election, they're saying, because they just can't stand what is being done to the country. I hope you enjoy the thumbnail for this video. Uh, my dad sent that, that one to me. He's like, hey, check this out. And I, I was like, we got to use that for a thumbnail, right? You got idiot Joe and he's, you know, hiding behind a sand wall and, you know, he's going to really stop this red wave by virtue signaling. And it's, it's incredible what's going on. Talk about your dumpster fires. Good golly. Now, special, <clears throat> special PSA public service announcement on the West Coast. Apparently there is a gunman or two or three that are at different 7-Eleven locations, and they are shooting people. That's right. It is 7-Eleven. It is July 11th, 7-Eleven, and some idiot or idiots have decided they're going to use that as an excuse to go on a shooting and robbing spree. Unbelievable. We now have a 7-Eleven shooter. Ha! Get your questions into Jolene. Uh, so the second half of the show, we can read your questions, comments, statements, thoughts, opinions, predictions. You could tell a lie, tell the truth, and see if I can tell the difference. We call it Stump the John. <clears throat> I'm doing okay at the moment with the uh, kidney stones. I'm on a pretty serious uh, treatment program to get them flushed out. Look out. <laughs> right? Look out. When they hit, they hit. But... Right now, I'm good, I'm here, I'm loud, I'm angry, I'm in the left face. I wish I could be, folks. I wish I could be. The whole world has had it. I mean, Europe, let's take Europe for example, shall we? Europe is full of people who love entitlements. They just love lots of government power, the Europeans are. They love it, love it, love it, right? They have a lot of socialist rules in place and socialist systems. Well, they've been hammered and hurt by it so badly now that they've, they're tired of it. They're done. More, a majority of Europeans, most a majority, all the same thing. They're now unwilling to pay the price to defend Ukraine. Now, of course, the mainstream media wants to put in the word democracy. You have to defend democracy in Ukraine. There's a lot of countries, folks, where the population, they don't want to be there at all. 
They don't support it at all. They know it's a giant sham. You see, that's what's going on with the bugs, the money, the military. That's what's going on with energy and uh, immigration. They know it's all a giant political sham for the rich to enrich themselves while destroying the countries they're supposed to be representing. Europeans are awake. They're fighting back. And they're tired of paying the price. They've been paying the price, folks. Just like in America, we're really beginning to pay the price. Americans have had it with the lies, folks. They've had it with the lies. I mean, we're waiting. We're waiting for President Xi Xi, Joe Biden, to come out and to blame Putin for all of Hunter Biden's crack videos, prostitution videos, and anything else that he's doing and managing to capture on camera. And it's all being released. It is. It's being released today. And it's it's incredible. It's incredible, folks, why the mainstream media isn't running with this as the scandal of the century after Secret Service, after federal bureaucracy and law enforcement said, those those videos are fake. Hunter Biden never did anything wrong. Really? They've had that laptop since the end of 2019. It's just been, what, sitting on some shelf somewhere collecting dust? Well, guess what? I'm glad somebody hacked in and the truth comes out. But back to Europe. Back to Europe. The Europeans are saying, uh, we will not eat the bugs, Klaus. No uh, Europeans are sick and tired of Klaus Schwab, the leader of the World Economic Forum, and his idea that, well, you're going to have nothing and you're going to be happy, folks. Right? The Canadian truckers, they started, you know, they went after the Canadian government and true dumb, right? But that one wasn't as successful. It did wake the world up and show that just regular people, we can stand up for ourselves. And now folks, right, that served as a lesson for Europe and the Dutch farmers and the German farmers and the Italian farmers and the Polish farmers, they're standing up along with many, many others, right? Uh, <clears throat> it almost seems like the Davos scumbags made a serious miscalculation about how much shit the people are willing to put up with. Well, I couldn't be more proud of my brethren over there in the Netherlands, in Germany, right? In Deutschland. I'm very glad. I'm very proud of these people for standing up to exactly what it is they're seeing. Tyranny. Tyranny and the effort to try and make the people suffer under their evil rule. Well, People have had it, folks. Right? They've had it. The movement started in Canada. God bless the Canucks for that, this with the truckers. And but they're still coming after us. They're still pushing everyone. They're not gonna quit, folks. What we've got though is a is a uh, an election coming up in America. It's gonna be a referendum, folks, on the government. It's going to be a referendum on Joe Biden. It's going to be a referendum on globalists. The rejection, the utter rejection of these people. Whew. All right. I, I see that you guys are here live. 
Get your questions into Jolene. Say hey to Ooman for me. Hey, Ooman, how's it feel to be back to work? Oh, man, that's got to hurt. He's had a great week off, uh, did a prepper meetup, and uh, I know a lot of us wish, <sighs> wish we could have been there. All right. Now, before we move on, I, I'm going to move right on. There's a guy out there named James Aaron Knowles. Guess what? He was a stooge for the FBI. Prior to January 6th, he infiltrated the Proud Boys, became uh, a card-carrying member, was in on all of their emails, all of their communications. And it turns out, folks, that this information, this guy's documents leaked, James Aaron Knowles. But here's the deal, right? He reported to the FBI that they were all innocent, that they did not conspire, that there was no insurrection, that they behaved lawfully. And even though, folks, that information was right there for the FBI and the Department of Justice so they could look at the January 6th protesters and the Proud Boys and just dismiss them, instead they turned around and have been persecuting them, as you know, mercilessly, persecuting Americans for doing nothing more than exercising their free speech rights protesting, right? It is incredible. In order to push the coup d'etat, the, the insurrection lie, they have had to lie about Americans. I mean, it's not just enough to say, shame on you, Christopher Ray, head of FBI. Shame on you, Washington, D.C., Nancy Pelosi, Washington, D.C. police. It's not enough to say, shame on you. This is, this is atrocious. It is outrageous what is going on. Now, uh, Representative Gomert, he came out with some others. Marge Taylor Greene was there. And he said it was uh, <clears throat> the violations of Americans' rights, the January 6th protesters, he says, is mind-blowing. It is mind-blowing. It's mind-blowing what has been done, the, the, the fact that they have not had due process, that their constitutional rights have been violated, cruel and unusual punishment, warrants issued that are not specific to persons and places and things to be searched and seized, unbelievable violations of law, while Ms. Piggy Cheney holds her BS January 6th lies. Oh, and now, folks, this is interesting. Steve Bannon, you've heard of him. He's got his, his own podcast. He's out there making waves daily. Oh, yeah, he's been, he's been uh, swatted, red flagged, right? Someone claimed that someone was shot in his house. I mean, just unbelievable. The lies, the abuse of the law is unbelievable. It's unconscionable. And it's stunning to me because there's no one out here, folks. We, you and I can't call any law enforcement, any investigative service. Where, where's the, where's the inspector general? Where's, where's some independent law enforcement and government that can look at what's going on, right? Where, where are they? Who's policing the police? No one. They're running roughshod over everyone. I'm, I'm glad that Representative Gomer and others 
are once again standing up saying the rights of the January 6th prisoners, they have to come first. Their rights matter. But now what? Who, what, what changes? Will the Department of Justice and the FBI start obeying the law because they've been caught lying? They've been caught ignoring evidence. They've been caught manufacturing evidence. That's the country we live in, folks. Has shit at the fan? Well, I, I can't see any way to say it hasn't when I look at government. The government, the federal government, and this is what they're doing? Now, they were hiding it, folks. They don't want the facts out there. They don't want the truth out there. But now it's out in the open as much as Hunter Biden's videos of him weighing crack cocaine on a scale and arguing with a freaking hooker over it. Unbelievable. It's out in the open, folks. It is naked. It is ugly. And it's in the open. Right? What did, what did Hunter call his dad? Pedo Peter? I mean, good God. Where is the justice? Just yesterday at the, at the zoo, I said, what if, what if some group, some organization, the military, law enforcement, some group started arresting Washington, D.C. criminals and charging them with treason and other high crimes and felonies? Would you support it? I mean, look at Hunter Biden. Look at this clown. Look at Joe Biden. What a clown. Right? He's pushing the uh, the, the laws that they just passed, their, their gun control that they came up with. We already know that red flag laws are unconstitutional. Unconstitutional. There's no due process there. We've got prisoners sitting in jail, rotting with no charges, bail denied, being denied their legal counsel, being denied basic human necessities while in a United States government jail. <sighs> Unbelievable, folks. Right? But, oh, oh, wait, the FBI, they're all over it, folks, because Representative Lauren Boebert, right, went and made a joke. Satire. Oh, I love satire. I love humor, folks. Now, President Biden made a huge lie and a gaffe to boot when he's talking about a 10-year-old that was that got pregnant and was forced to leave the state, right? Here's his quote. 10 years old and she was forced to travel out of the state to Indiana to seek to terminate the presidency and maybe save her life. Yeah, he said terminate the presidency. The word was pregnancy, but he said presidency, right? So Bobert, right, she made a tweet. We need to terminate this presidency, right? As a joke, once again, pointing out that this man is inept, right? But no, 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 right? People reported that as a threat. So Bobert's a criminal for repeating the president's faux pas. Satire not allowed. Any criticism that we have of them, folks, is proclaimed to be a threat. Therefore, it's illegal. We need to be censored and silenced. Folks, that's how weak the Democrats are right now. Literally, that's how weak they are. Only hardcore Democrats, only the hardest of hardcore socialists 
right, can continue to get behind and stand behind Biden and Kamala and the, and the political left as they destroy this country, our energy. Oh, it's, it's, it's incredible. It's absolutely incredible what's going on, right? Uh, Texas, Texas, wind turbine failure. They have a lot of wind turbines in Texas. They've got a lot of solar panels. And we had a huge ice storm what, a couple years ago and discovered exactly how dangerous wind turbines and solar panels are because they failed then. Well, they're failing again now. The grid operator is telling Texans, turn off your appliances during peak hours because we've got rolling blackouts. We've got a huge heat wave in Texas and very low winds. Very low winds. I mean, did somewhere someone miscalculate how many wind turbines can in turn can be blown? I mean, now climate change, do we have to consider whether or not all the wind turbines out there are sucking the energy out of the atmosphere? Has anyone stopped and actually done a study? Spent, you know, I don't know, $25, $50 million to study Earth's wind speeds now that there's so many wind turbines up in Europe and North America. <laughs> I know it sounds like a freaking joke, but all of a sudden there's not enough wind in Germany. There's not enough wind in Texas. The, the power grid is failing, folks. Their entire, everything that they have in mind is failing. Uh, let's see. Uh, you want power? Well, you got to go with what works. All right. Coal, gas, and nuclear works, and it works all the time. Doesn't rely on wind or the fact that the clouds are not in the way for solar panels. You guys know I, I, I love solar panels. I think they're just absolutely great for an individual, you know, place, but not for an entire country to run off of sunshine. <clears throat> oh my gosh. Yeah, you know, the red wave that's coming. The red wave that is coming, folks, please be a part of it. Register and vote and volunteer to monitor the vote counting process, volunteer to work at polling stations, report any cheating, any cheating by any side. But we know which side says they will lie, cheat, and steal in order to steal uh, our freedoms, our liberties, and destroy our constitutional republic. Now this, folks, on NBC, a panelist, right, they are so afraid of Donald Trump. They're so afraid of you and me being politically active. That's right. We're politically active now. Right. Uh, Chuck Todd, MSNBC political hack, was shooting his soup cooler off. Right. Couldn't stand it. Can't handle it, folks. What is going on? During the discussion on whether President Trump will run again in 2024, one of the guests on this show, uh, his name was Mark Leibovich, admitted that Democrats have no plan to deal with Trump, except they are going to hope that he dies. That's it. Here's his quote. Quote, look, we have no plan for this except sitting around hoping Trump dies. That's it. 
Trump has been speaking and continuing to speak publicly. He was up in Alaska and just getting huge crowds behind him. Huge crowds. I remember when, when Trump said, look, the only thing standing between the Democrats and you is me. Uh, words to that effect. It's true. With him out of the way, what's happening to you? They're coming after you, your family, your kids, our country, our schools, our military. Look at the shape the military's in. The army is letting in people with no high school diplomas. Shouldn't you, in order to properly serve the country, be at least remedially educated so you understand the basics and why you're fighting for the country, why you're enlisted? I'm not saying that people without a high school diploma aren't smart enough, but they don't have the diploma. And it's a free diploma. And it is, it's, it's supposed to be mandated for all Americans to have. It's unbelievable, folks. The Democrats, though, have no plan. Trump, right? People are like, ah, what's the difference? You know, Trump spends too much money. Ah, Trump, you know, he's all hot air and bullshit. Ah, Trump, you know, he was pushing the Jim Jones juice, so we don't need him anymore. Well, is is as prone to making mistakes as even Donald Trump was. Don't you think now the difference between him and the Democrats is beyond, right? It's, it's beyond anyone's imagination that there could be that much difference. You would think that two Americans, right, Trump and, and Biden, would have enough in common that they would want the country to do well. Well, the Democrats don't want us to do well, folks. They don't, right? Make America great are the most extremist people the country has ever seen, according to President Xi Xi Biden. It's like, what the hell has he been smoking? And we can ask that question with a straight face. What has he been smoking? We know his son has been smoking crack, cocaine, marijuana, and God knows what else, and taking what else. Unbelievable. The difference between Trump and any of these Democrats. They're all the same. Pete Buttgagger, he's the same. Nancy Pelosi, Miss, you have to pass the legislation before you're allowed to read it. One of the greatest travesties of intelligence, one of the biggest crimes against our electoral, uh, 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 Republican form of government was to say that about Obamacare. You have to pass it before you can read it. That right there should have gotten her impeached. It should have gotten her impeached. And there should be a provision, folks, that anytime you violate the Constitution, that there's a penalty for it. For these politicians that violate the Constitution, there should be a penalty. When we violate the law, you and I, there's a penalty. Oh, yeah. Yeah, if you get a citation or arrested, you get your day in court and you get to pay. But when they violate the rights of all Americans, there's no penalty. The judge says that's unconstitutional, no penalty. Un it's just unbelievable. Unbelievable where these people are at and where they're taking us or where they want to take us. Oh, but the people have had it, folks, right? People have had it. There was a comedian out, <clears throat> and he actually 
refused, I think it's Amazon is the one being reported. He refused their, their streaming service, bought his show back, spent his life savings well over a million dollars to buy back his comedy special. That's called, quote, let's change the game because he said, I'm not taking stuff out. I'm not censoring my show. So you'll show it on your stupid network. I'm not going to take out everything I said that's so offensive to you guys. Folks, comedy, satire, telling the truth, standing up, saying no more, right? It's, a, it's about time. Americans start standing up with the rest of the world also, folks, with the rest of the world. Right. And oh, yeah, the uh, <clears throat> the Gates Foundation are now getting retaliation. I believe this to be retaliation. Right. His grocery store in the Netherlands that sells fake meat and vegetable crap. Right. Arson burned. Right. You want to burn our food factories, our food stores, our source of food. Is that what you want? Leftist globalist scum? Well, guess what? Your stores burn also. Am I encouraging violence? No. Am I glamorizing it? No, I don't have to. That's not my job. My job is pointing to it and saying, hey, look at that. Isn't that interesting? It is to me, folks, very, very interesting what's going on. The people of the world standing up and we need to vote and vote very loudly this fall. And we need to start exercising our First Amendment. That's right. Speaking our facts, our truths right? The way we see life. It's, it's just unbelievable, folks, what they are going to do to us if we do not stand up and fight back. And they're scared to death of us. Scared to death of us. Right? They know that we have the power to tell them no, and we can make it stick. We don't have to use guns and rifles to make it happen either. I'm not saying that that's not a possibility. But that is what generally and specifically scares the hell out of them is that America is loaded, literally, with guns, whether we're talking about rifles or shotguns or handguns and, and other varieties of freedom, shall we say, tools. They don't like it, folks. They're scared to death of it. And they ought to be. They ought to be. That's why they're going to continue to push. <clears throat> they're going to continue to push and push and push gun control. But it's too late. The Supreme Court has spoken. We know English, folks. Shall not be infringed means shall not be infringed. Pretty simple, right? Now, I want to know one last thing before we get to your questions. Get your questions in. Folks, red wave incoming this fall. We're going to have, we're going to have to fight all summer long. We're going to have to put up with the left wing, right? They're trying to put together large marches. They got one in St. Louis today, you know, pro-choice, pro-choice. They're trying to put together large marches. They're trying to make enough noise and convince people that they represent a significant number of Americans. They don't. They're losing steam. Their arguments suck or are non-existent, right? But the mainstream media, folks, they are the enemy of this country. They're the enemy of the people. Can you imagine if the mainstream media actually put videos of Hunter Biden and said, this is the president's son smoking crack. This is the president's son 
right? Weighing his crack cocaine and arguing with a hooker, right? This is what he does. Can we trust that the president of the United States is not being blackmailed? That extortion isn't being used to control the president of the United States? Right? He should resign. Just walk away, Joe. Right? No shame. You haven't had any shame yet. So what's the deal, right? Why isn't the Democrat National Committee demanding the resignation of Joe Biden? The DNC, folks, the Democrat National Committee, the National Party, why aren't they demanding the resignation of the Biden cartel? They're going to get their asses handed to them in November. Oh, there's going to be lots of cheating. Don't worry. But they're going to lose their control. Why aren't they demanding resignation? Is it because he's doing what he's supposed to be doing? I'm sure of that. I'm sure that Joe is doing exactly as he's been advised. Could it be that they're afraid of Kamala Harris? That if they got rid of Joe, that she would be at an even bigger embarrassment? You know, every time she opens her mouth, she makes less and less sense. Literally, right? Uh, they keep using the term word salad to describe her uh, speeches, it's 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 not even word salad. It's just a bunch of nonsense, right? I come on here every day with you guys, right? I do an hour in the afternoon. We do two hours on Sunday Night Live, and I can string together words and sentences and coherent thoughts and report the news and coerce with you guys, read your questions and answer. She can't talk for five seconds without stepping on her tongue, saying something that's insulting, and then laughing at the American people over it. Unfreaking believable. Now, well. We are halfway through the show. And if, folks, it's two months, $2 a month to join live. You guys here live right now, thank you for supporting the Prepared Mind channel. We're going to get to your questions because it is now time for the Q&A. Are you ready? Yes, and welcome back to the Q&A on Subscribestar.com and the Prepared Mind channel. It is Monday. We had a hell of a Sunday Night Live. Uh, just what a great show. But we do this all week long as well. And it's incredible, folks. We go from show to show, and there's always more things going on. In fact, it has been um, described to me in such a way that this is part of the psyop, part of the plan, is to have so many things going haywire, wonky, sideways, so many things happening in every sector, every facet of life, that it keeps us off balance, it keeps us confused. People don't know whether to worry about uh, the 7-Eleven the shooter, or, or do people need to worry about 10-year-old girls having to travel across state lines. In fact, that lie is a complete crock of shit. Uh, the president has, has done nothing politically except make up stories his entire career. Make up stories. Just literally make shit up and say what he wants and nobody questions him. 
Well, this story about the 10 year old girl who got pregnant and had to cross state lines, uh, 10 year old, that's incredible. I remember when I was 10, I was trying to get to a baseball game to play Little League. That was the extent of my travel. And that was pretty important stuff, you know, but now we're supposed to see it some other way, huh? You know, 10 year olds, they can do all kinds of stuff. I'm not saying that there aren't tragedies and, and serious problems out there, but why not use a real story instead of just fabricating shit in order to make some political points, virtue signal, and, and make the voters irate? All right, Jolene, let's do this. Let's get to the, the, <laughs> the viewers. Hey, we got Nikki in the house doing stuff with Nikki. She says, find some Chanka Piedra, John, a.k.a. the Stonebreaker plant. We have them here, coastal herb weed. It works awesome. You can buy it at Whole Foods type places. I tell you what, Nikki, I've got some Chanka Piedra that I'm taking for kidney stones. Uh, they are the stone breaker plant. Uh, that's what's going on right now is I'm taking uh, significant quantities. And, and you could have always just, you know, sent me a text message. <laughs> In case I didn't know about uh, Chanka Piedra, which means Stonebreaker. Um, they're coming loose is what's going on. I don't know how many I've got total. I'm not going to go spend $8,000 so they can use an MRI to look at me and go, oh, yeah, you got you got uh, kidney stones, John. But uh, this morning I felt well enough to go for a walk. Uh, so I got up, went topside and took a, a half mile walk and pff, knocked a couple more loose. They're breaking loose and they're they're traveling down. They hurt like hell, but they're, you know, it's not as bad as it was. Anyways, thank you, Nikki. You are the boss. And I appreciate that. Uh, you've always done a great job of offering good advice, helping me out and making me laugh. <laughs> All righty. Um, uh, Latin American preparedness is in the house. And he's got a question. He says, FEMA has unconstitutional powers during an emergency. FEMA can confiscate anything they want during an emergency. Hurricane Katrina was a very good example. How to deal with FEMA if they show up. Okay, this is one hell of a topic, FEMA. Uh, FEMA is authorized in emergency. It's the Federal Emergency Management Agency, right, or administration, FEMA. Government loves to claim that in the event of an emergency, the Constitution no longer matters. They can just set the Constitution aside because it's an emergency and they've got to fix things. They've got problems to deal with. There is nothing out there, folks, that says the government cannot do its job in an emergency under the current rules that they have. They don't need special emergency rules. Hey, people are thirsty. Take them water. It doesn't require a special constitutional provision to deliver water or food, or emergency housing, setting up tents, bringing in the National Guard. It doesn't require us to surrender our constitutional rights. In fact, there is no provision in the Constitution that says that in an emergency, any emergency, the government can just wave the Constitution away. Yet that's how they behave. That's how they act. And there is an entire slew of executive orders that have been signed by presidents since, well, since Nixon, since Tricky Dick. The last 50 years, 
Every president that's come on board has signed executive orders granting the federal government, FEMA and the federal government, even the president, special powers to use in the event of an emergency. And these do include, folks, uh, the taking of control and distribution of fuel, tractors, farm equipment, construction equipment, people as human resources, a designation which I find to be insulting and, um, well, insulting. I'm not a resource. I'm not your tool. But they, have, they claim to have the right to take anything you have, any property you have, any food, water sources, anything, and take it from you and use it for whatever they deem necessary. Now, Hurricane Katrina was an excellent example of that. The chief of police for New Orleans decided he would confiscate all the guns. There won't be any guns, right? And then the government violated people's rights. The government... Their agents were responsible for murder, rape, and other crimes against the people. The government committed crimes against the people in that emergency. Right? People were locked in the Superdome there in New Orleans as if it were a prison in horrid conditions. It's like, where did they get that authority? Well, that's what governments do, folks. That's what they do. So you asked the question, Latin America preparedness, how to deal with FEMA if they show up. Well, you don't answer the door. Uh, if you see them on the street, you avoid them. If they tell you to hand over your rifles, you tell them no. If they tell you to hand over your food, you tell them no. That's the answer, folks. Now, it's not always the best answer because there may be more of them than you and they may gang up on you. They may arrest you. They may shoot you. But you will always have your rights and you will know you exercised your rights. Am I telling you to be lawless? No, I'm telling you to be lawful. I'm telling you to mind the law, to stand up for yourself. FEMA, if they show up, well, it's got to be a really bad situation. And here's the deal with FEMA, folks. Typically, it takes anywhere from, what, two to five days for them to show up in an emergency. Typically, neighboring communities show up for tornadoes and hurricanes and such to help with cleanup efforts, to feed people, to house people, to rescue people. It's usually local. FEMA doesn't really do anything. They're a giant, cumbersome bureaucracy, and all they're there is to do is is assume power and authority and they rarely if ever do anything beneficial i know people are going to say ah john you're being hyperbolic you're you're just being you're exaggerating because you don't like federal government of power and authority no uh, i don't have any problem with federal government power and authority what i have a problem with is their abuse of it they step way beyond what they are authorized to use. It is unconstitutional power that the government assumes, folks. In fact, most of what the federal government assumes is, as far as I'm concerned, unconstitutional power. They are very limited. What Article 1, Section 8, Clause 17. That's a very tight window in which they exercise exclusive jurisdiction. Right? They have very few 
powers and authority over this country. The federal government is designed, intended to not turn and face us, but rather face other countries and be our representative government for dealing with other nations. The federal government was never intended, never intended to look inward at its own people, at the states, and tell us what to do. That was never part of the program. Never, ever, ever, ever. All righty. <clears throat> Thank you, Jolene. Get your questions in, folks. You, this is your chance, right? When you're part of subscribestar.com, you get to be here live. You get to ask questions. It doesn't cost any extra money, right? That's uh, that's when we do the GTFB and SB, right? The get the fuck back and stay back fun. That's, that's what we do on Sunday Night Live. But on Subscribestar, you get to join the conversation, ask the questions, and it's all rolled in to the $2.00. You could do $5, $10, some do $20, but that money helps support us. Guerrilla funding, folks, on Subscribestar, and we need you here because YouTube doesn't like to pay us. YouTube doesn't like to pay us. They don't want to give us ad revenue. Nope, they don't want to promote the channel because they don't like the message. They can't get rid of us because we're satire. We're humor, but they, uh, they don't want to promote us, folks. Right. It's not like the old days, five years ago, eight years ago, where YouTube was throwing money at content creators and giving them lots of advertising revenue and, and, and giving them a lot of uh, airtime and promotion. Right? If, if any channel got the amount of views we got, they would be just tirelessly promoted by YouTube. Instead, they silence us, absolutely silence us. Right. There's other channels that do similar things. They get 40,000, 50,000 views per video. We don't get that much because they hide us because we hit home and speak the truth here. They don't like that. They don't want to promote our network. They don't want to promote your thoughts. All right. Let's do this. Let's get to the next. We got East Texas Country Boy checking in. And he says here in East Texas, my power comes from hydroelectric. Unfortunately, no substantial rain in months, so rivers and lakes are running low. As well as stockyards are packed with cattle at every sale due to nothing growing in the pastures. I've read about this, and this is horrifying. It's terrible news to hear that we have droughts, right? Lake Mead uh, there in, what is it, Arizona, Nevada, uh, that area. Yeah, they we got a water issue, folks. Water issues. We don't have water, right? It's hot. Cows are dying. Cows are just going to auction. They're being slaughtered. Uh, well, they're going to be slaughtered for food, folks. So should we see beef prices drop? You would think prices, if, if, if many ranchers are dumping their cattle, you know, or significant quantities of them, that's what they're doing, folks. But those, you know, they just don't disappear. They don't go into a, a vacuum chute and just disappear out the other side of the universe. No, they end up going to food plants, which is good, right? We need food. But <clears throat> uh, East Texas, I did not know, uh, relied on hydroelectric power. What we need, folks, is we need water and we need power. Are you aware 
that uh, nuclear reactors can be used to desalinate ocean water. One of the big pushes for increasing nuclear power is because they create a lot of hot water and they can evaporate off the water, condense it and collect it, distilled water. Massive volumes of distilled water around the world, not just in America, folks, but around the world, they can have desalinized water, drinking water. Water can be used for agricultural purposes, for uh, residential purposes, drinking water. Right? Another thing about nuclear power is it can create hydrogen. That's right, it can split hydrogen off of the oxygen molecules in water. And they're trying to create more hydrogen power. That is to say, you can spin generators, right, on hydrogen. You can spin gasoline engines on hydrogen. Uh, there's a lot of work that's been done to this and a lot of work that's continuing to be done. But where's Joe Biden? Where's the energy secretary? Where are all the scientists and experts in the United States of America who should be standing up and screaming, we need nuclear power because it is reliable, it is the most reliable, and it is the most safe power out there, right? When we have a water problem, we can just keep the, the, the nuclear on. You have a problem with wind and solar, you keep the nuclear power on. It is there as the backup baseload power, but nope. No, I mean, it, it, this is what happens when I spend time learning shit, right? I used to be very afraid of nuclear power, folks, until I spent a great deal of time studying it, how safe it is. The, the few nuclear accidents that have happened, very few people have actually died as a consequence of radiation, right? The only one uh, that had that was Chernobyl, and that was a one-of-a-kind very piss poorly designed, no safety features, nuclear power plant. And yeah, it had some problems. But the new ones they've come up with now, folks, the small modular reactors are un unbelievable. It could solve our energy problems if they would just start building them. But Joe Biden, the Democrats, the World Economic Forum, they do not want our problems solved. They want us to have more problems. They want us to have energy shortages, water shortages, food shortages. That's what they want us to have so that they can squeeze us. They want us to be squeezed, folks. They want us to be hurt. So we'll accept their new technocratic rule. So these oligarchs can continue to enrich themselves while we are given the lowest form of human governance called socialism, where we're all reduced to abject slaves it's unbelievable, folks. We've had freedom and liberty. We've had individual rights, individual freedom, and the ability to improve ourselves and live fantastic lives. And guess what? The World Economic Forum does not want that. They don't want that. They don't want us to have good food. They don't want us to have good energy. They don't want us to have good lives. They want us to live in little cubicles if we're allowed to live at all. Oh, folks, shit has hit the fan big time. And we have a chance in America this fall to set the record straight, to have this election be a referendum on them and what they've done to our country and what they're trying to do. 
We need to be a big part of that, folks. We need to be very loud. All right, let's see what we've got next with Jolene. Who do we have? We got, hey, it's Bonnie Blue 2A. I was wondering how you've been, Bonnie. Uh, hadn't heard from you in a little bit. <laughs> Starting to get a little worried there. Almost sent you an email this morning. Uh, she's got a question. She says, what do you think about the urgency to be prepared for the ISA being nuked? It is being reported that New York City is airing a 90-second public service announcement on what to do in a nuclear attack warning. Um, <clears throat> what do I think about the urgency to be prepared? I saw this... Um, PSA on being prepared for nuclear uh, trouble. <clears throat> Number one, you should have potassium iodide pills. Potassium iodide pills. The problem with nuclear or radioactive fallout and how it hurts us as a human is we ingest it, we inhale it, it gets in our body and uh, it's um, radioactive cesium. And that radioactive cesium gets in our thyroid, stops the thyroid from working, causes thyroid cancer. So the thyroid stores potassium or stores iodine. So by taking potassium iodide, flooding your body with it so that your body's full, it can't accept anymore. And so the cesium gets passed out through the urine. Uh, the body just removes it and throws it away with everything else. Now, yeah, radiation, bad. Radiation, not good. Do I want radiation? No, not at all. But that's that's the, the one thing you can do. Now, if you're in the area that receives a direct nuclear strike, basically it's over, right? You're going to be cooked like a freaking chicken. What do I think about these people coming up with this? This is an incredible, I don't know whether it's a scare tactic or whether it's real, folks. What is the threat? You think that Putin is going to drop nukes on America? You think Putin is going to drop nukes on uh, Atlanta, Dallas, Chicago, L.A., San Francisco? Or do you think that if they do anything, it's going to be drop a nuke on Washington, D.C.? I think if they were to drop a nuke anywhere, it would be D.C., Langley, Virginia, and take out serious strategic targets. I, I don't believe that they are going to do that, though. The reason I'm going to tell you uh, is because the United States of America has nuclear weapons as well, and we could target them just as easily. And it's, it's called mutual destruction, guaranteed mutual destruction. I believe this is a scare tactic to scare the American people into thinking Russia is um, dangerously out of control. We've had several times in history where we've been close to nuclear war. Um, <clears throat> the Cuban Missile Crisis of the 60s was a big deal. And then again, there was a, a much more quiet one that occurred um, back in either the late 70s, early 80s where we came very close to having a nuclear exchange with uh, the Soviet Union. Other than that, it's, I think, uh, cooler heads have always prevailed, obviously. But it is a very dangerous situation. The reason I say it's dangerous is I don't think Russia is going to drop 
nuclear weapons. I believe that there are non-governmental organizations. Let's use that, kind of like George Soros's NGOs, non-government organizations. I believe there are some non-government organizations that are in possession of nuclear weapons, and they just might use them. How big they are, I don't know. Where would they use them? They're going to use them wherever they think it's most beneficial for their agenda. Right now, let's just say a nuke went off in New York City. Right. That would be horrific. I think the world uh, afterwards would call for total global nuclear disarmament. I really do. I think the world would say this is just outrageous. It's it cannot be tolerated. Right. I think that's part of the reason uh, there's always been this trouble with Iran and other countries who have sought to gain nuclear uh, weapons. Right? We don't have enough destruction and murder without them. I'm not a big fan of them, but they are uh, the deterrent. Right? They are the major deterrent to keep any country from invading your country. Right? India has nuclear weapons and Pakistan has nuclear weapons. They're enemies of each other. And they realize that the mutual destruction, should they engage in a nuclear war, would be horrific. Right. We have problems with Israel and Iran and the rest of the Middle East, right? And who has nukes and who doesn't, who's backing who. Very scary stuff. <clears throat> I think uh, there's an urgency, Bonnie, for us to be prepared in all ways. In every way, I think that we need to be prepared and have food, water, shelter, clothing, medicine, means of self-defense plan. You really should have uh, NBC gas masks. Uh, you should have good quality gas masks that will remove nuclear, biological, or chemical agents from the air. Right? If you have a nuke go off in your general area and there's concern about which way the fallout's blowing, right? You don't waste any time. You take potassium iodide and you put on your gas mask and you sit back and you breathe. And you stay sheltered and you wait. Right. Surviving a nuclear war is, is something Americans, indeed, no one in the world has really ever done. All right. We just know it's not a good scene. All right. Do we have another question, Jolene, or are we kind of wrapped up? Either way. Here we go. We got Kathy LeMaster checking in. Thank you for your support as well, Kathy. Feed corn is up over 15 bucks for a 50-pound bag already. It's not 15 bucks. It's up 15 bucks. She says, I hate to tell my pigs they're dieting, but I have to. <coughs> this, is, uh, this is tricky. I'm glad you got some hogs there, uh, Kathy. Feeding livestock is very expensive. Uh, you know, I had kids, my boys were in 4-H, we had various livestock, our friends and their kids had livestock, and uh, raising a hog for slaughter was not cheap, right? We would buy, uh, buy the kids' animals at auction, or just buy them outright, the ones that they raised up in 4-H, and uh, it was, uh, how do I put this? It was incredibly good, right, to get chickens, eggs, 
beef. I mean, yeah, the beef cows, kids would grow beef cows. It taught them responsibility, how to do it, right? How to raise livestock, how to feed them, how to get the desired results. It was very expensive and it's going to become more expensive. Now, the good part about getting, um, getting livestock from someone like Kathy LaMaster or another small farmer is the quality you're going to get is superior. The health of the animal is superior. You know, you're helping people that you, you like, that you want to help rather than helping a corporation that's faceless and nameless, right? The idea uh, of buying uh, livestock that has been raised by somebody. It's, it's, it's very satisfying, very satisfying. I highly recommend trying it if you can, uh, setting up with people that have chickens or goats, sheep, cow, whatever livestock's available out there, rabbits. If you can find these small farms, start doing business with them, right? Support them, uh, it, it's going to be expensive. A lot of uh, a lot of farms will do free range if they have enough uh, land. You know, free range chickens. They eat a lot of bugs, which of course is good. Get rid of mosquitoes and and other annoying bugs and pests. They eat them all. They clean things out. But make sure you don't get those chickens in your garden. They will get in there and peck the living shit out of all your vegetables and destroy them as well. So it's it's tricky business, but it, it's really important. You know. This inflation that's occurring, folks, I think it's intentionally being done to punish us and to make food so expensive that people start looking to alternatives like Bill Gates's mm -mm, bugs. I don't think so. Right. Nobody wants to eat the bugs. Nobody wants to eat the bugs. I think that Bill Gates should be arrested for the crimes he's committed against humanity. And uh, part of his prison sentence is eating his own words, eating his own bugs for the rest of his life in prison. I think he's earned it. I think others like Klaus and George Soros who have caused incredible pain and suffering around the world through the programs they support, through the riots, protests, and personal destruction that they have funded and financed. I just, I think they're horrible people, folks. I know that you agree. I know you do, right? How do we stop them? <clears throat> well, I'm gonna tell you what. I, have, of course, am not encouraging violence or anything dangerous, harmful, or illegal. But Justin Trudeau was out publicly speaking in Canada. This guy is just out in front of crowds and he gets heckled. He gets called names like communist and scumbag, and he's earned every bit of it. But at some point, the people are going to say, you know what? People like you don't get to walk on the streets. I know that the liberals, folks, like Maxine Waters, they've said this openly already about Republicans. If you see them, yell at them. Don't let them sit down and have food. Don't let them drive. Don't let them do this. Right? Harass them at their home, their work, wherever you find these Republicans. I mean, that's what Maxine said, right? That's what BLM wants. That's what Antifa likes. They like harassing us. Well, it's going to go back the other way. And I can't wait for the day when communism is treated for what it is. 
it is a mental health issue and it is just its mere existence is criminal. The mere existence of communism should be criminalized. Same with fascism. It should be criminalized and punished because it seeks always to destroy everyone else's rights and freedom and to empower themselves. Well, <clears throat> I'm here at one hour, folks. We did it again. Red wave incoming. Red wave incoming. Hey, have you checked out the new preparedmind.club? It is an awesome website. Awesome, awesome, awesome. And we're going to have a whole lot more coming. Jolene's putting together the uh, uh, Prepper Coach with John. That's being put together. We've got a lot of work to do, folks. A lot of prepping to do. A lot of preparation for what's coming up this summer, this fall, and through the coming years. Make sure you are prepared because chance favors the prepared mind. It does. Godspeed to you. God bless America and the world. Semper Fi. Support legitimate protests. Support freedom and liberty, folks. And I'll be back bright and early in the morning. We'll see if we can't do this again. Talk about what is happening, what we should be doing about it. And yes, share that address right up there. If you're on YouTube, share, like, subscribe, share. I'll see you soon.